Hi besties and welcome to the Heartfelt Podcast. I hope your summers are going well, whatever you're doing. I hope you're thriving and that wherever you are based in the world that there is a little bit of sun there. <laughs> I've personally had quite a few sunny days here in Belgium because June in London was not really the vibe. It was like 18 degrees and pretty cold, but now I feel like I'm, I'm enjoying the summer without it being like overheated. Um, but yeah, the weather has been nice here and I really appreciate that. It's it's a nice summer. Today's episode is going to be all about loneliness and spending time by yourself, whether voluntarily or, you know, what is the other way? Involuntarily? And yeah, let's just dive into it. It kind of, I started thinking about this a lot recently, in the recent days especially, because I've been in a pretty bad mood today and yesterday especially i think it's just because my period is literally about to come which always is a, like i can notice such a distinct fall in my mood and emotions and just like overall like mental well-being it just falls down there's no foundations before i get my period and it always manifests itself in different ways so i was on the phone to my mom today and i was trying to explain to her like i feel like i can everything can be like good in my life and all of that and you know, when my period comes up, it, my hormones just go crazy. My brain tries to catch onto anything in my life that it can, like, catastrophize and make a big deal and blame my sadness or my negative emotions on that thing. It's just trying to, like, justify and reason my emotional state because in all honesty, when your hormones go crazy, this is the reason for your negative emotional state, but your brain doesn't really register that like as oh yeah i i can see that my hormones are acting up this is why i'm sad like it creates a reason almost to be sad about or something to wallow over for me <laughs> this has been loneliness basically for those of you who don't know i have moved to brussels for the summer because i'm doing an internship here and i came here over a week ago already it's friday and i came last thursday so I don't want to say I've settled in, but I definitely have like started to find my way in my routines and all of that, um, and have gotten like more comfortable with my space, everything, all of that. Like I'm settling in, I would say, physically into that space. But I don't really know people in Brussels. I don't have any friends here. From the people that I've met so far, it's my co-workers. That's my first group of contact, which is probably the people I've been spending like the most time with because obviously we go to work but um, what I really like about like the company is that like everyone really makes an effort to also have a relationship outside of um, work so yesterday for example I went on for like work drinks with these people and they're all super lovely and really nice so that's that's been nice and there's another intern my age um, so I've been hanging out with her as well but besides that I don't know, I have my housemates who I talk to a little bit, but not much. And it's just always like, you know, um, a small talk. And besides that, yeah, I don't, I don't know anyone here. I did know that coming in here, like, obviously, I know I like I know none of my friends live in Belgium, but I just kind of thought I would find people easier, if that makes sense. Or, you know, I, I don't think I expected the extent to which I would feel lonely and Particularly, as I said, today and yesterday, I have been, it, like, a wave of loneliness just, like, crashed over me, like, completely. 
And for the previous week, I've been like, I've been fine. So I've been thinking a lot about this topic and that's why um, I kind of wanna wanted to make an episode about it and kind of untangle why I'm feeling certain ways and how loneliness affects me and how it can affect you as well and just how it's perceived in our society because I feel like it's also a big part of the conversation that needs to be had because it's not... In general, I feel like loneliness is something that's kind of like, okay, maybe not shamed, but it is a shameful feeling, which I want to dive deeper in um that like idea that concept later but yeah it's something that people don't share that openly I feel like with each other whenever we feel lonely because it's just kind of this like weird thing to admit but before I dive into specific parts of this conversation I wanna I wanted to kind of backtrack a little bit and talk about how my personal relationship with solitude I would say changed over the years i don't know it's always how i like to start a lot of podcasts maybe it's annoying to you at this point but it's always like a good intro way like way of introducing a conversation or certain topics via like personal lens but i promise i'm gonna be brief i'm not gonna go into too long of a tangent here i remember that in secondary school i was very much an introvert i very much associated with myself with the label as well I feel like if you do consider yourself introvert or or have considered yourself an introvert in the past, like there's really strong identification with the label, whereas the same thing doesn't necessarily apply to extroverts. There's so many articles and books and YouTube videos and podcast episodes about like being an introvert or like approaching this problem as an introvert or like navigating this part of your life as an introvert or like signs you're an introvert or like why introverts are this and this and that and like people take it too seriously definitely another thing is that like the whole division between introverts and extroverts is kind of artificial to me maybe some people do fall on like more extreme ends of the spectrums but in general i don't know people just love to put themselves into boxes i feel like it's much makes things much easier but also it oversimplifies so many things yeah, in secondary school, I remember when I learned a bit more about the meaning of the world and like that there's so many other people who also, for example, just as me at that age, I didn't really have a lot of friends. I didn't like meeting with people that much. I loved just reading books and staying in and I loved watching TV shows and not socializing at all. That was my jam. Like I just loved being home. That was my comfort zone. And that did feel kind of like shameful a little bit because like, you know, our society is constructed for extroverts, I do feel like that is a valid point. And I feel like you're generally, like, expected to be social, be friendly to everyone, and, like, want to hang out with people a lot, and that's, like, what a lot of people, you know, draw enjoyment from. And a lot of people may feel that this is kind of overwhelming, and that we don't value alone time as much as we value time with other people, which I do think is true to a certain extent. Like, I do think a lot of more people have issues with being by themselves than being with people but yeah I used to really really strongly identify with the label and would always describe myself as an introvert and would just perceive myself through those lens high school I met more people made more friends but I still very much felt like I'm leaning towards the introvert side I was not that crazy social and I definitely felt that a lot of my other friends people in my life were like social butterflies and always like so outgoing and I'm like outspoken at parties or in general like social circles but it was just not me and then it did kind of switch in university and I don't think it's just you know a new group of people it's not just that it's also switching cities when I moved to London I really felt like okay this is it like I have to make 
friends. I have to start over because I don't know anyone in the city and I'm going to be as social as possible and I'm just going to throw myself into the social circle. Like, I don't need to take time for myself. Like, I'll have time for that later. Right now, the focus is social life and that's what I did. And through that, I know it can't, may sound like I kind of forced myself to do that, but I really clung on to people at the beginning very strongly. <laughs> Not as in like, oh, I was so needy and like I spent every second with like a person that I like liked, stuff like that. It's just that I really loved being around people. I craved people's presence. I There were so many things I had to talk to people about, like every new experience I was having in London, I wanted to discuss it with others and see how if they're perceiving it in the same way. It, but it also felt like we're all in the same boat because a lot of other people were in my same exact, exact situation. Being there really surprised me in the way I acted because, as I said, never perceived myself as a social person. And there I was just like initiating meetings, reaching out to people, going to parties, like meeting people five days a week, six days a week and not really taking time for myself but not even feeling like I needed to be fair and not wanting to be by myself. And so since then, my relationship with the introvert-extrovert label definitely changed a lot. Um, and I do now perceive myself, if I had to pick a label, it would be extrovert. But I don't, I really don't like that division, so I'm not going to officially. So this kind of carry carried on throughout like first, second year of uni. Like I'm still that kind of person, I would say, social, things like that. But eventually, I also started feeling FOMO much more often than I used to ever before. Maybe FOMO is not the right word here. I do definitely, like, I have experienced FOMO as probably everyone. I more mean feeling like I always have to be doing something and meeting someone. Like, doing something social. That's what I'm trying to say. It's not necessarily about, like, oh my god, I need to... I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I wish I was on this trip or this meeting or this party. It's just that, like, I need to have plans all the time. It was, it became quite difficult for me to spend time on my own when I was in London. When I would spend time on my own, I would kind of feel bad emotionally and I would just cope with that by meeting with people, you know, like planning more meetings. And I would say that like, for example, I don't know, like I'm in between my second and third year and in my second year during uni, I'd say I would like go out and by go out, I mean like meet up with people, not necessarily... <laughs> not partying, not clubbing, god no, like, I don't club that much, maybe, like, twice a month or something, just, like, meeting, having plans with people, I would say that would be, like, five days of the week, definitely the majority, right, and if there were weeks that I, in which, like, I had less plans, maybe people were busy, or, you know, I just didn't happen to make plans, or someone canceled on me, it would be quite difficult for me to cope with that, and if I had a particularly quiet week, like, I don't even know if, to be fair, if I had a week, a full seven days in London where I didn't meet anyone. Probably not. Yeah, if there were more quiet weeks, I would get so anxious about not having plans and not hanging out with people. And this is something that I still experience quite a lot, I would say. I don't know if this is like something other people have as well, because I don't think maybe I, I don't think I talk to my friends about this a lot, but I frequently experience this sense of anxiety caused by not having plans and stressing about not doing enough social things and it's not entirely caused by the fact that like I really want to talk to someone it's just I feel like I should be kind of there's also that factor like I feel like you know obviously no one's telling me to do this but I feel like uncomfortable with the idea of 
not seeing people for a couple of days because suddenly I get this fear of like feeling antisocial or I start to think of myself like oh you're a loser like you don't have any friends to meet up with like it's really hard for me to explain it and maybe if you've never experienced it it's hard for you to relate or try to understand it because I know I'm not really explaining it well because I, I truly don't know what kind of like logic is there behind me feeling this way but this is something that I've been really feeling today and yesterday it's just this like uncomfortableness with not having plans is this like need to have like a minimum like I don't know two or three meetings planned for the next week because if not then I just feel so anxious about not having those plans it's it's such a weird feeling but it's so it's so stressful today as I thought more about it I thought that potentially maybe one of the reasons is that like whenever loneliness slowly starts to creep in like for example I haven't seen someone in a few days or like I'm feeling this way I cope with that kind of anxiety by meeting with people it literally feels like an sometimes like an addictive thing it's like people's coping mechanisms you know like I sometimes cope with feeling uncomfortable on my own with sadness by just like meeting people and that's not good (laughs) I realized that today that what if that's the reason and I don't I'm hoping it's not because that's you know that's kind of like (laughs) toxic And don't get me wrong, I still definitely do crave time alone, especially like when I'm in London and there's so many things happening. Like there are definitely days where I'm just like looking forwards my evening, towards my evening alone or something like that. But I would say it's in very small quantities compared to what it used to be. I remember I used to go on trips with friends, for example, for a week. And then I needed like proper, I don't know, four days to recharge, meaning like I'm not meeting anyone. I'm just sitting at home, not doing anything. Now, I would say I need one day and I want to have plans two days after the trip finishes. That's like how it changed for me. I can have very limited amounts of time alone and I'm fine with that. It's more on the other side of the spectrum that like I'm bothered by, let's say. And I must say it's like a, it's a weird realization to have because as I said, I always used to be that kind of person who can easily entertain themselves. You know, reading books, watching stuff online working out taking walks going to the park making youtube videos making podcasts like you know there's a lot of things i like doing that involve just me um and don't get me wrong like i still love those things and and so i I wouldn't say that like i don't know how to spend time by myself i definitely do and if you give me a 24 hours i'm gonna find ways like creative ways to occupy myself with and I'm gonna be innovative and I'm gonna be proactive and I'm gonna like go there and you know do that and do that to keep myself busy but it's just emotionally I'll feel probably a bit bad or a bit stressed about the fact that I'm by myself and so as I'm like digging deeper into it now I'm just thinking whether what part of this whole like experience that I'm having is about just, you know, enjoying socialization, enjoying people's company, because I do, I truly love conversations. That's something that I realized, I think, in the recent years, like, I love talking to people, I love hearing about their stories, I like asking questions, I'm so curious about everyone. I don't want to say the more the merrier, because when I mean social life and all of that, I don't necessarily, like, mean big hangouts like parties and all of that I do love my time one-on-one with my friends and I do value it much more than group hangouts I think there's charm to both but majority of the time I opt in for like you know just meeting someone for coffee or for dinner or something where I can have like a deep meaningful conversation I just love that I am a very talkative person but I also love listening 
And I think it's so interesting to just like be able to exchange opinions and experiences. So definitely, you know, a large part of me not liking being by myself is that because is because I find there's a lot of things to be learned from other people and I just like enjoy it and it's interesting to me. It stimulates my brain being with people and it's just fun and pleasurable, right? Like we, you know, we're social creatures, that's normal. But I was also wondering like what part of it is me avoiding solitude or like as I mentioned like what part of it is a coping mechanism that's just avoiding negative emotions or just avoiding facing myself or I don't really know because I notice myself especially now in the situation where I don't have people to hang out with I am becoming quite desperate and I really want to hang out like I'm really not being picky about the people that I spend time with not to say that like the people I'm meeting or I'm gonna meet are like I don't like them or I'm just meeting them because I'm bored but like I don't know if my housemate would offer me to hang out and I'm not really like close with them or I don't feel like I'm we're that you know we would get along that well we're that similar I would probably still say say yes now just because I'm like you know I can as I said I cannot be picky or like I'm reaching out to people that like a friend of a friend I know lives in Brussels and like I'll meet with them even though like it's not something that I would usually do I I feel like I'm just going out of my way to try and find, you know, company because I'm feeling lonely. And I don't think it's a bad thing, but it's definitely showing me that I have some troubles with spending time by myself, which I used to think was not an issue. When I became more social, as I said, I I was aware of that, but I also was like, yeah, but like if I had to spend time by myself, I would also be fine. It's just like I prefer spending time with people. But now I don't really have that option or luxury of like meeting someone anytime I feel like it or and I always you know talk to my housemates or whatever but like meeting someone close to me meeting someone who I know well enough to have a deep meaningful conversation with things like that I don't have that I can call obviously my family friends but it's different now I'd like to focus a bit more on like the feeling of loneliness itself because paradoxically feeling lonely like you're the only one, like, you know, you don't have anyone to reach out to, is such a universal feeling. Like we all feel lonely, which is kind of funny in a sad way, but like we all do. It's a very, very universal feeling. And I don't think there's anyone who has never felt lonely. And yet, as I said, I don't think it's that widely talked about because I personally do feel kind of shameful about admitting that, you know, I'm lonely here. I don't have any friends here. I crave company, but, you know, don't have anyone to hang out with here. Something within me just, like, clenches when I hear that sentence. It's so weird because I know no one will judge for me for it and, like, everyone would understand it. And if I told, you know, said that to my friends, they would be very, like, supportive. But admitting that I'm lonely makes me feel like I'm a loser or something. Which is so dumb because no one's expecting me to have like 10 best friends in a new city that I literally arrived in 10 days, not even 10 days ago, a week ago. And yet when I was on the phone to my parents yesterday and I told them that I'm feeling lonely, it just felt very shameful and I like I almost didn't want to admit that. And like I always like wanted to pretend I'm fine. I like hang out with people and all of that where it's not really the truth. And I think we should kind of start talking about it more openly because maybe there's a lot of stigma around loneliness as well because people tend to misunderstand it I think because some people might think that when you say you're lonely that means you know you don't have any friends or like you don't have people that you're close enough to to talk about 
things, how you're feeling and things like that. That is absolutely not the truth. Because I have so many incredible people in my life and I have a lot of good friends that I know I can be honest with. I know they would be supportive and I know they would listen to me and they wouldn't judge me. And I do feel like I have a really strong, like that, you know, like support network. And like I have really good quality friends, even though it may not be 10 or something, but it's still people that I trust and love. And it's also not about being by yourself because I feel like, okay, I feel like at this point we all probably know the distinction between loneliness and being alone. Solitude and loneliness, you know, solitude is just physically being by yourself. Loneliness is feeling bad about that and craving other people's company. And, And obviously like feel like that's quite like an obvious thing like you can be by yourself and not feel lonely and you can be with people have friends all of that and feel lonely and right now obviously I think it's very much caused by the fact that I am physically away from everyone I'm by myself but it's not like it's the first time I'm experiencing loneliness like sometimes I experience it in London it's just something that like comes over me it's you know now it's just obviously stronger I'm also the kind of person who really wants to make the most out of everything and like I want to turn every lemon sweet (laughs) or however you say it like even if I'm having not the best time of my life even if I'm having some hardship in my life or whatever challenging experience I always want to know that I am able to come out of it stronger or that I'm able to like at least learn something from it that's why I think there's no such thing as like a necessarily inherently bad experience it's just the way you perceive it and if you're always happy if you're always like having a good time you're not going to learn from it obviously and I think now that I'm having this kind of mini crisis I feel like I'm trying to make myself better by thinking of it as a challenge of some sorts because I am not being challenged to spend time by myself in London or at home because in both of those places I usually or always have people like accessible to me like I can always meet up with someone most of the times, whatever. Even if I feel like the slightest bit of lonely, like I'll arrange a meeting. There's always going to be someone that I can meet up with. It doesn't even have to be that close of a friend. But here I really like, as I said, like I don't. And I think to some extent it's good for me because I, as you probably realize by now as I, and as I know well, I don't have the best relationship with being by myself right now. And it's not even about me not liking myself or me avoiding something well maybe maybe I am avoiding something but like I'm very much okay with myself as in like I like myself and all of that it's not that like I'm I hate my company or something I find it hard to just enjoy solitude that's something that I think I really really need to work on and might as well use this opportunity I guess that life is presenting to me to make the most out of it in that sense like, not dwell over the fact that I don't have, you know, a new group right away here. And if I have to spend some Fridays, like today is a Friday, if I have to spend some Fridays or some evenings by myself, it's also okay. Like, I'm gonna be fine. I can look at the things that I can do with my time. Like, I have so much time on my hands now. You know, whenever I'm in London, I will always prioritize social life over everything else. Well, not like studying, but like, reading a book or watching a movie that I was like postponing or doing a yoga class whatever like I would always find excuses to not do those things because I had like social plans or something someone you know offered me to hang out whereas now I can I have more time to do that and I should appreciate that and take that opportunity instead of trying to come up with 
every kind of person that I could meet here. You know what I mean? I think that's my plan of action for now because it's definitely helping me to see it in a productive way rather than like, oh my God, I'm so miserable. I just have to like grind my teeth and stick through it because that's, you know, that's not really coming to it with an open mind. This experience here is also making me kind of, maybe not question, it's a bit of a strong word in this sense, but I mentioned it a couple of times that I have plans to take a gap year after my undergrad and solo travel for a year. Wait, what did I say? Not solo travel for a year. To do some traveling, whether that's with friends or solo or move somewhere for a little bit or live somewhere else. Um, and that would definitely include a lot of time on my own, a lot of solo travel. And I'm kind of thinking like, how am I going to cope with that if I cannot spend a week by myself? Not even by myself, like I've I've been out, like I go to work every single day because I have an internship. It's not like I just spend all of my days at home. I have, I socialize with people at work and sometimes I meet with them at after work or something. I talk to my housemates and yet it's been such a hard week for me in terms of like feeling lonely, as I mentioned. So like, how am I going to cope with, I don't know, traveling to a new country completely by myself, am I going to be okay? Because I think I have a lot of faith in myself and I definitely think I can power through a lot of things and I do feel a lot of support within myself. But I also think I am being more challenged than I expected to be as well. In case any of you are feeling like the same way right now or in general, I also wanted to talk to brighten up the mood a little bit and just talk about maybe the ways that I'm coping with it or kind of comforting thoughts that I have surrounding it that kind of help me when I'm feeling especially like low about it. So first thing I already kind of mentioned is that like you're very 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 much not alone in this and not in like a soppy way it's just like it's such a universal feeling that's what I'm trying to say so although it is very isolating to feel that way you also need to take into consideration that like your friends probably also feel lonely quite a bit of the time and your family feels lonely and people that you meet on the street like we all feel lonely to a certain extent or another and it's kind of this collective experience that we're having and I think that's maybe not a nice thought to have but there is something comforting about that another thing and this applies to everything not just loneliness is that it will pass it's it a hundred percent will pass the fleeting nature of loneliness is something that I constantly keep need to like remind myself of because I tend to really catastrophize, as I mentioned. If a particular feeling comes over me, I just dwell on it. I, like, indulge myself in it and, like, it becomes... It occupies 100% of my brain. And it's almost, like, it's hard to see past it at times. Even though, like, my rational brain obviously, like, tells me, like, no, it's, like, obviously, like, you're just feeling it right now. But it can feel very much, like, quote-unquote, the end of the world. I know I'm, like, over-exaggerating right now, but, like, you get my point. The third thing is, which I think is quite like a recent thing, I guess, is the whole like main character thing. And I also like made a whole podcast about like romanticizing your life, main character, blah, blah, blah. Although there's some problems with that whole concept, I think it can be used productively in that way because because I think seeing yourself as that, you know, whatever main character or <laughs> like this phrase is just so overused, it's hard to use it without like, in a serious manner, um, without, you know, sarcasm, but just, like, romanticizing the simple activities you do by yourself, for example, like, taking yourself out to a dinner by yourself, or doing, like, a walk, those simple things, those simple activities that we do on a daily, day, day-to-day basis, we now created, like, tools and TikToks and videos about, like, how to romanticize that, you know, and you can really, like, 
tune in with that as well like that's what I <laughs> I that's what I'm trying to do somehow like yesterday for example I was um as I said like I went out with people from my work which is quite funny in this context of in the context of this conversation but I did and then I was like I had like two beers or something and then I was like backing home which probably would not recommend I'm not it's not that I was drunk but I was definitely not sober and I was on the bike you know like driving home at night also probably not that safe but um I was just like having those like you know tipsy thoughts like oh my god yeah I'm like this main character just like her you know solo summer in Brussels like what am I even doing with my life like I'm just like out here by myself but it's like the night and it's so romantic and like all of that blah 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 I know this is sounds very cringy but these were genuinely my thoughts yesterday like I'm it's funny to me now but perceiving it in that way does help just a little bit for me because I do like to kind of perceive myself as that main character or romanticize in my life to a certain extent it just kind of relieves the heaviness of the situation to me is just kind of taking a twist on the situation it's taking it like deciding basically to see it from a different angle and seeing focusing on the positives rather than you know your negative emotions surrounding it and like that heaviness i definitely also try to stay away from social media this is in general like i feel like i'm i've never used this little social media as i am now if that makes sense i just don't want to see what people are doing and yeah part of it is FOMO a part of it is just like I I am just I'm not craving that content every time I go on my like Instagram feed because now the only time I go on Instagram is to like reply to someone but if I like start scrolling down my feed within like the first three posts I'm gonna see something that upsets me and if you distance yourself from it it's so easy to like observe that I'll, yeah I'll just see that like People are like traveling together with their friends right now or they're on a meetup, they're having dinner with their besties or like whatever. If I were to be on social media and like scroll to, through Instagram daily, it would make it the situation like 10 times harder because I know people are like, I well know that people are hanging out with them, like people are with their friends right now. But it's just different to know it as a fact and see it like on a plate, date, time, place, everything like it's a bit much for the brain and I literally don't need that information so ignorance is bliss in that kind of you know way and it's much easier to just like kind of focus on myself and not think of everything that everyone else is doing if that makes sense okay I'm getting a bit tired my voice is also getting a bit sore with every second I've definitely cut my episodes shorter like the recent few episodes were definitely shorter than all of the other ones I don't know why it's just like I feel like maybe the previous ones were dragging on a little bit. Like I always would make such long intros and things like that and go on so many tangents. I'm trying to keep them more focused right now. And I've also stopped scripting the episodes. Like I have a general overview of what I want to say, but it's just like 10 main points rather than every kind of thought written out. Not to say that like I, I'm not reading out anything. It's not like I was reading out something before, but what I wanted to say was very much laid out in front of me. And I don't know if you can see the difference and I don't even know if you care that much. <laughs> but I am curious, actually. I'm curious which format you like more and whether you can feel, like, even observe a difference. Like, this kind of more, like, free flow of speech and just me saying things as I think them, as I go. Which definitely has its pros and its cons. Like, maybe it's more natural and things come up to me that wouldn't have otherwise. But also, I am probably missing some points because I just go as I you know I go with the flow 
these were kind of my three cents on the topic. No particular conclusion to it all. I think just having those things that I mentioned at the end in mind that like such a universal feeling is gonna pass is just temporary and maybe there's something to dig deeper into when you're feeling lonely and kind of challenge yourself to power through that and not necessarily escape and meet up with people even if you have the opportunity to just just try to challenge yourself to see where your brain takes you when you're spent a bit more time by yourself like what kind of activity what will you come up with if you get to spend that much time without other people you know that's the perspective i'm gonna try to take on it we'll see how it goes it may just happen that i'll meet some nice people here and it won't be a bit of a that big of a problem or it may happen that it won't happen um (laughs) yeah so we'll see i'll keep you updated and yeah thank you very much for listening and being with me here i hope you have a lovely rest of your day and bye bye kisses